welcome to the Women Transform Podcast with your host, Pamela Jordan, where we help women become the kingdom women and to walk in God's purpose for their life. Where we encourage women and empower women to reflect upon real life issues from a biblical point of view. Are you ready to transform your life? Well, come along with me on this journey to be transformed together. So let's get started. Thank you for joining me for the Women Transform Podcast. I'm your host, the inspirational, transformational speaker, Pamela Jordan, here to bless you and encourage you in using the life issues with a biblical perspective. All right, we're going to jump right on in. We're going to talk about a topic that is... it's not an old topic. It's a topic that in this day and times, and we know what's going on and everything. But this is something I wanted to talk about. And the topic is to do the right thing, repent. To do the right thing, repent. I want to talk about repentance because we're living in a day and time where that everybody we're talking so much about so much that's going on and everything that's going on. And sometimes the enemy will shift our focus off of Christ and focus on the issues and everything that's going on. And we forget about repentance. We get about something, forget about salvation. We forget about um, soul winning to Christ. And I just want to talk about repentance and how important it is and what repentance is. And this is for, especially for those of you out there who do not know the Lord and Savior as your personal Savior, who do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, those of you who are not familiar who Christ is. And maybe you're at a point in your life right now with everything that's going on and you know God has been talking to you and tugging on you to come on over, give your life over to him, surrender some of the stuff that you're doing. And in this day and age, it is a time for us to look back and really begin to say, you know what, the life that I'm living is just the life that God wants me to live. In the time of where we're in quarantine and where we're being quiet and where we're being still and we're not moving, this is a time where, you know, things begin to surface up and you begin to think and you're by yourself and you start to think, you know, is this life that I'm living pleasing to God? Is this life the life that I want to continue to live? You know, do I want to continue to live in sin? Do I want to continue to do the things that I'm doing? Because in truth and reality, on the outside, it may look wonderful to people, but on the inside, I'm tore up. I'm hurting. I'm in pain. And I, I want something different. I'm tired of hurting and tired of pain. Most people that come to Christ, you get to the point where you're tired and sick of being tired. Sometimes you get to a point in your life where you hit the brick wall, and that's when you finally say, you know what? I need to go to church. I need to find a pastor. I need to read where I need to go talk to somebody about this God that I hear so much about and this God that I know that has been keeping me even though I've done some of the craziest and stupidest wildest things out there that I can imagine to do but God he still loves me this God is still loving on me this God is still keeping me this God that you keep talking about is giving me breath to breathe every day and when things begin to happen and after a while you get that time alone you start to really think you know do I want to continue in sin? And I know the sin hurts. I know the sin is not good. And then I'm looking at my friends who are serving God, who are doing what God has called them to do. They're smiling. They're, their spirits are up and they're joyful. And then I'm walking around, you know, depressed and angry and bitter and hurting. And so, you know, this is time for you to really examine who you want to serve. Do you want to serve God 
or do you want to serve Satan? And you really just, I mean, just to be honest with you, you had, this is the time to make that decision. You can't serve both. The Bible says we cannot be lukewarm. We cannot be, um, you know, you're either going to be hot or you're going to be cold. You cannot be in the middle. And so you really at a point in this day and time, it's time to make that decision to say, you know what? I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of the life that I'm living. After all of this is said and done and over, what is my life going to look like when I go back to my routine? Do I want to go back to a routine that was sinful, a routine that was so negative, a routine that was not positive? Do I want to make a change? Use this opportunity to surrender your life over to God. Use this opportunity to give God all of you. Not part of you, but all of you. God wants all of you. He don't want you on Monday and don't want you on Tuesday. He wants you seven days a week, 365 days a year. God wants you all the time. He wants to show his love upon you. He wants to show you so many wonderful things that he has to offer you. And that is all he is asking. He is asking, just come on to me. All thee that labored, all thee that are dressed, and all thee are you distressed. He didn't come for those who, he didn't come for the rich. He came for the poor. He didn't come for the rich in spirit. He came for those that are poor in spirit. Those who are out there that just don't know where to go, don't know what to do, that you're on a turmoil of life. Your life is so up and down. You have no job and you're at a point now, you know, what am I going to do? I have no job. I have no finances. I can't pay my rent. I can't pay my bills. I can't provide for my kids. If you have kids, you know, young people, same thing you know you're you're in a world where things are so tore up and you don't know if you're a female or male if you're bisexual heterosexual whatever you want to call it life has thrown you so many different curves and young people are sitting around not knowing who they are but one thing you have to remember when you give your life to God you become a child of God now you know who you are and God is crying out to the people God is reaching out his hands to hold you to love you you know who would die for you? Who would sacrifice their life for you? Who would die and let them pierce them in their side and, and torture them and nail them to a cross with, with nails as big as spikes that they put on a railroad track and they're hammering them in their hands and their feet? Who would do that for you in 2020? There's a God that has already died for your sins. There's a God that already has given you a second chance. You have to accept the second chance. He died for your sins. He's erased them all, but you have to come to him and give your life to him for him to erase it all. He died on the cross just for you. He died on the cross for you to live life and abundantly and live life happily. You don't have to live the life that you're living in the situation that you're living. So I wanted to come on and just talk about one of the, the first step of giving your life to God is repentance. That's the first, one of the first steps is to repent. I mean, the very first, you can say the first step B. First step A is accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That you come and say, you know what? I do accept this God that you're talking about. And you have a sinner's prayer. And you begin to pray that prayer of forgiveness. And asking God to come into your heart. And asking God to forgive you for all your sins. And believing and trusting that he died for just for you. That he died on a cross. And he rode for three days just for you. And when you begin to accept that. And you begin to repent. Because they both tie into together. Because as you're accepting, you're repenting. And you're asking God for his forgiveness. So what is repentance? What is repentance? Repentance is when you are so when you're godly sorry, when you're sorryful for the things that you've done, when you are truly, truly sorry. You know, 
it is the regretful, the sincere, the regret, the remorse about one's wrongdoing or sin. When you're sorry, you want to stop and you want to turn from your wicked ways. That is what repentance is. Repentance is not, um, you know, okay, forgive me for what I've done. All right. No, that's not repentance. Repentance is really when you open up your heart and you really dig deep of the things that you know you have done that you shouldn't have done and you begin to feel sorry for and remorseful for them. That is repentance because you're being truly open up. You're truly giving it over to God. You're truly saying, you know, God, and God knows when you're truly sorry. He knows when you're repenting from the heart and not from the mouth. That's two different things. Repenting from the heart is when you open up your heart and you're looking over your life and you're looking at the situation, things that you've gone through, things that you've done, the guilt that's eating you up. And you begin to repent and you begin to pray and you begin to be remorseful and you begin to ask God to forgive you for all that you've done. And you begin to talk about the things that you've done and that you regret. That is repentance. That is being remorsefully sorry for. That is giving it over and truly meaning it. And when you do that, it is so important. And God talks about it in scripture so many times about the importance of repentance and why we need to repent. So we're going to go to Matthew, the fourth chapter, and we're going to look at the 17th verse, okay? I'm going to be reading from the King James Version, as I always do. Sometimes I do switch over, but I'm going to read from the King James Version this time. So it's Matthew, the fourth chapter, verse 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And this is when he is starting out ministry. This is the first thing he's telling people. He's going around telling people to repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hand. So he's letting you know this is not something I'm making up. This is not something your neighbor that's been talking to you about, their pastor's been making up. No, this is in the word. This is what God is saying. He went out to tell people to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent for your sins. Be sorry for the things that you've done. You know, repent. Give it over to God. Surrender your life to God. Because the kingdom of heaven is coming is at hand. He is the kingdom. He's walking. He's talking. He's coming to you. And that's what's so important with that scripture. So, the, you know, he is, Jesus is the one that's telling us we need to repent. No one is making this up, saying you got to repent and be, so, no, we have to turn from the things that we've done. And, and so, and we're going to talk about the turn in another segment, because that's so important um, when it comes about repentance. All right, we're going to be talking about turning. We're going to go to, to do that, we're going to jump to Ezekiel. We're going to go straight to Ezekiel, the 14th chapter, and um, the 6th verse. Ezekiel 14 and 6, okay? Ezekiel 14 and 6, it says, Therefore say unto, the, uh, say unto the house of Israel, Thus said the Lord God, Repent and turn yourself from your idols, and turn away your faces from all abomination. So they're saying, telling you right now, it, that's the, they're telling you right now to repent, to turn away from your idols, from all your things, from the things that you've done in the world, from the things that you, and the key word is turn. That's what repentance is all about. Simple as can be. I'm trying to do it the simplest way I can do it so people can understand. I don't want to make it hard so that you don't understand what repentance is because I need it for you to be make it simple so that you can do it. And repenting is means to turn from. When you repent, you're turning from. You're turning from this sense. You're turning from your idols. You're turning from the things of this world, the things that, that is not of God. You're turning from that, the things that you know is pulling you down, the things that you know that's holding you back, the thing or the people. I mean, whatever that thing is, it could be people. You're turning from that. That's what repentance is about. It's about turning from, turn. The key word is turn, turning from. So they're telling you, 
They said, God, you know, therefore say unto the house of Israel, thus said the Lord God, repent and turn yourself from your idols and turn away your faces from all your abomination. It's saying turn. And let's jump to Ezekiel 18, 18 in the 30th verse. And this is just another example. Uh, we're talking about repentance and we're talking about the key word turn because I want you to remember, think about it. And when I hear the word turn, I'm thinking about you turning around, you're turning from something. And that's what it is. Repentance is turning from something. Okay. And that's where it starts. You got to turn from your sins and from the things that you've done that are wrong, all the negative things in your life. That's what, you know, the sinful things, you know what they are. You're turning from that. So Ezekiel, the 18 verse 30 reads, my pages are sticking together. <laughs> it says, Therefore, I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, said the Lord God. Repent and turn yourselves from your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. So he's telling us again, repent, turn, repent. Turn away. Turn away from your unrighteousness. Turn away from those ungodly things. Turn away from those ungodly people. Turn away from those ungodly friends. Turn away from all the ungodly situations. Turn away from the ungodly gains. Turn away from the ungodly violence. Turn away from the ungodly drugs. Turn away. Whatever the thing that you need to turn away that you know that's not right, that would not be pleasing to God, God is saying turn it away. Now, once I turn it away, when I turn away, then I'm turning to God. I'm turning away from my sinful nature, and then I'm turning to God. All right, and that, I think we just read it. Let me jump, see if I can find it again. That's Matthew 4, 17. But, you know, so we're turning away from God. I mean, not God, but we're turning away from our sins in order to turn to God. So that's when he says, from, the time, from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Satan to say, repent, for the kingdom of the head of, of heaven is at hand. I'm sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied. So he's telling us we're going to turn away from our sins and all the bad things, and we're going to turn to God where there's all the good things and all the positive things. So it all has to do with turning. Repentance is all one word. It's the word we um, turn. Turn. When we repent from our sins, we turn from the evil things that we do, and then we turn to the good things with God and who God is and begin to do the good things. Now, yes, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not an easy process. It's going to take time. You know, the enemy's going to be mad because you're turning away from him. He's going to try to do everything he can to pull you back in. But you got to stay focused on the God that you just turned your life over to and, and do the things that he says do. When God sees us come to him with an open heart, with our hands lifted up, with our arms open wide, then he welcomes us in. He welcomes us in with open arms because now he sees that you your heart is turning. Your heart is turning from all the bad things. And you're running to him. Just imagine if you close your eyes and you listen to this, and you're sitting and you're listening to this podcast, and you begin to close your eyes. And you, as you're closing your eyes, I want you to just focus on God standing right there in front of you. And he's got his arms open wide. And because of your sins, it makes you seem like he's so far away. And, you know, with your eyes closed, you seem like he's just so far away. You see him, but it's like, oh, my God, he's just far away. But he's not as far as you think he's right there. Because our sins make us see him farther than where he is. Our sins and things that we do separate us from him and make us feel farther away from the God that loves us. So with your eyes closed, I want you to imagine him standing right there in front of you. And he's got his arms open wide. He's ready to greet you in, but you got to come to him. So you got to turn from the negative thinking, all the bad things, because that's telling you he's far away and turn to the positive thing to say, you know what? He's right here. 
And when you begin to turn to God, he is standing right in front of you. He is just a finger distance from you where you can just reach out your arms and you can grab and hold on to because you turn. See, sin turns us away from God. Sin makes us see God farther than where he's at. And he's not that far. When we turn to God, the love of God, and we turn to righteousness, and we turn to giving our lives to God, he's closer than you can think. He's closer than a brother. He is right there with you. He's walking right beside you when you turn to him. So when you begin to give your life over to God, and when we take this time out of and say, you know what, it's time for me to give my life over to God, and, and talk about how that looks, and we're going to talk about that in a couple of more podcasts, of how it looks to turn your life over to God, but when you begin to turn and say, you know what, I'm going to try this Jesus out, I'm going to give everything over to him, I'm going to turn away from the negative, and I'm going to turn away from the positive, positive. and when you make that turn, God is closer than what you thought, See, when you're in sin, sin makes you see God farther away. He pushes God farther away where you're thinking God doesn't hear you and you're thinking God doesn't love you and you're questioning why all this stuff is happening in the world. If the God that you talk about loves us, why is he letting all these things happen? Because people are not turning. They're not turning. You're not turning to God. And what we do on earth, we do in heaven. What we, what we bind on earth, he will bind in heaven. What we loose on earth, he will loosen. He will loose those things. But you're not turning. So when you begin to turn, you begin to see through his eyes. You begin to see that he's closer than you think. He's not allowing all this stuff. It's all, he's in control of everything, and he loves us so much. And don't think negative. And see, the enemy wants you to think all this negative stuff. Well, if it was the God, why did he let all this stuff going on? If there's a God, why you keep going through what you're going through? If there's a God, why are you living like this? No, because he's pushing you farther away. He wants you to turn, keep you focused on the stuff that he wants you to focus on. And that's looking at God way down the end. You know, you're looking like he's not even near. And you're like, what's the, it's a waste of time. He's way down there. I'm way back here. How am I going to get to him? By turning. Because when you turn and give your life to God, he comes to you. He's closer than you think. He's right there beside you. He's right there with his arms open wide, ready to receive you into his arms, ready to receive you and to come into you. So this is so important. So as we said, um, you know, when God sees us, he comes comes to him. When he sees us come to him with open arms and open heart, then he knows that we're being sincere. Then he knows we're being truthful. Then he knows we really want to serve him. And this is, like I said, this is one of the first steps of when you come to Christ, it's repenting. It's prayer and repentance. It's accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, believing that he, he is who he says he is, that he's going to do so many things and not doubt it. Don't let doubt creep in and make you think, oh, you're just doing something. No. When you give me, you turn from your sins and you turn to God, God does so many wonderful things. And God looks at the inside. He knows what it looks like in the inside. He knows if you're being truthful. He knows if, you're, if your heart is right. So don't, you, you know, you, you can't play with him. You can't joke with this thing. This is serious. You can't sit there and say, oh, I'm going to repent. And you really don't. He knows your heart. He knows what, what it is. And when we continue, you want to play games, and he has to set up something, design an issue just for you with your name on to get you to come to him. You don't want to get to the point where you're in a situation where you just have nobody else to call on but God, and then you sit there feeling guilty because when you had an opportunity to call on God, you didn't call on God, you talked about God, you doubted God, you hurt God. We can hurt God. We can do that. So God is saying, I need you to turn. This is the time and season for you to make that turn. Make that turn to come to him. 
Make that turn to come and surrender over to him. Make that turn to love on him. Because he's right. He's closer to you than you can imagine. And it's not much. He's not asking you to give up much. He's not. He's just asking you to turn. And there are some things you're going to have to give up. Because those are the things that are keeping you away from God. He's not going to ask you to give up the positive things. He's asking you to give up the negative things that is tearing you down, that is hurting you, that's weighing you down, that's causing depression, that's causing anxiety, that's causing suicidal, that's causing sickness. He, he wants you to turn from those things. He wants you to get rid of those things. He wants you to give up those things. Okay, he's not telling you to give up positive things. We get it wrong. We feel we come to Christ. People try to think when they come to Christ, they got to give up everything. No, he just asks you to give up the negative things that are keeping you hostage from the positive things. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this talking about repentance. Stay tuned. We're going to be back. We're going to be talking about some more things um, that dealing with repentance. We're going to be talking about how to practice daily repentance. So make sure you tune in for our next podcast. And I thank you guys for joining. Love you all. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cast with your host, Pamela Jordan. If you like this episode and would like to hear many more, go check us out on Spotify or you can email us at misspamelajordan at yahoo.com. We will be posting a new episode every week, so make sure you stay empowered, stay informed, and stay inspired.